Christmas time is here again. 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 It's Christmas! Christmas 1961 was the best there ever was. Best Christmas ever. 1961, the stars, the swing, the 60s. I haven't looked at all at any of the music in the charts. I want to be blown away when you do the music. Oh, you'll be blown away, mate. Oh, you will be blown away, rest assured. Because it, it might be the early 60s, the start of the swing in 60s, but it's very much the end of the racist oh. 50s. Oh, okay. Fucking grim, mate. I can only establish by that there's going to be some minstrels in there. Oh, there's fucking minstrels, <laughs> all right. Um, what day was Christmas Day in 1961? Uh, it was a Monday, I believe. Mm, so you've had... Yeah, yeah, so Monday. Christmas Eve is the Sunday. You were off on the 23rd when all the footy was on. So that's a pretty good little Christmas then, isn't it? A nice long weekend. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice little few days back to work and then back again for the weekend. Happy, yeah. And then you've got New Year the next weekend. Ah, oh, was one drunken year that. That is when that is the optimal day of the week for. Although really maybe, uh, no, because people wear Christmas Eve. Yeah, so you need Christmas Eve to be on the Sunday. So. Because this was such a good year for getting bladdered. This is why they all realised, all the kids realised, this music's shit. We need something better. Yeah. We need better music. But the weather on Christmas 1961. Oh, was it a white Christmas? The second half of December 1961 was very cold with frequent severe frosts but there was little snow because high pressure had dominated the weather and the run-up to Christmas 61. On Christmas Day itself, the UK was between two lows, one over Scandinavia and the other over the Azores. The two high pressures, one over Greenland and the other over Central Europe, an easterly flow was across <laughs> the south of the UK and this brought very cold air. <laughs> From when, did the, you turn into, when did you turn into Wincy Willis? <laughs> Willy Booby. <laughs> um, in the north, the cold front from Scandinavia low blowing down the hills of Scotland frequently flow snowy showers. And as a consequence, these areas had a white Christmas. <laughs> the, the Azores low would approach the southeast in the UK on the run-up to New Year, introducing heavy snowfall. The land later, a northerly flow to all parts of the UK. Depths of snow would reach 30 to 40 centimetres in parts, giving a white New Year to places. So bits up north had a white Christmas, but it wasn't a, a national white Christmas. Okay. So there you go. So we could only build a snowman New Year. Yes. 30 to 40 centimetres of snow is a lot of snow now. Like half yeah, a metre. I know the weeks when I've done the weather, I've looked at stuff like that, saying like three or four foot of snow, and it's like in the highlands of Scotland. Yeah. Actually, in northwest England, it's two millimetres. There's probably snow there now in the highlands of Scotland. So at least this Christmas, the kids who got bikes and scooters, and go-karts, and hula hoops, footballs, go out and play with them. Yeah. So that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> right, so we've got, uh, is it the news? Am I doing the news? Yeah. What okay, happened so, in 61? So, the 1st of January, 1961, I'm going to just blow through the whole year, little bits and bobs that have pulled out. 
but the 1st of January, the farthing coin used since the 13th century ceases to be legal tender in the UK. Farthing? What, what's, what would that person do now, money? Oh, I've got no idea. I, I, <laughs> I think I found something like that in, um, in our old back garden, in our old house when I was little. It was a green coin. It was it was this little tiny weird coin. It wasn't it was like Roman. It, it was it wasn't a Roman coin or nothing silly like that. Yeah. It had a, it had a king on it, and I think it was like King George from the, the start of this century, something like that, or last century. Sorry. So the farthing. So I mean, I, was, I don't know. Farthing. I think a quarter for some reason. A quarter of a penny. I don't know. It might be, it might be. I mean, I had to include that because it's from the 13th century. So, the 9th of February, the Beatles at the Cavern Club lunchtime um, perform under the name, well, lunch, the Beatles perform under the, this name uh, at the Cavern Club for the first time following their return from Hamburg. George Harrison's first appearance at the venue on the 20th... Hamburg were the yeah. Silver Beatles then? Maybe. Or maybe they were the Beatles, but this was the first time they performed oh, right, okay. at the Cavern as the Beatles. On the 21st of March, um, they began regular performances here in June, July. Stuart Sutcliffe leaves the group. And on the 9th of November, their future manager, Brian Epstein, sees them for the first time at the Cavern. So 61. Oh, love it, John. Yeah, gets wanked off by him in Spain. Uh, da, da, da. Right, on the 8th of March, Edwin Bush is arrested in London for the capital stabbing of Mrs. Elsie May Batten, for which he will be convicted and hung. He was the first criminal identified by the identicate facial composite system. So again, so we got hung for his crime, but he was the first person to be identified by this new facial composite. Yeah, so again, another another big first there. 17th of April, Tottenham Hotspur win the Football League First Division for the second time with a 2-1 win over Sheffield Wednesday. They have not won the contest since... Yeah, FA Cup as well, didn't they get the double that year? 6th of May, Tottenham Hotspur become the first English football team this century, or that century, and only the third in history to win the double of the league title and the FA Cup with a 2-0 yeah. victory over Leicester City in the final. And the last, time, the last time that had happened was Aston Villa in 1897. The reason that stuck in my head is because I remember... Well, I don't remember. I remember reading the story. Danny Blanchflower, their captain, um, was, I think, the only person in history to refuse This Is Your Life. Amy oh, Rose really? with a book and went, Oh, Danny Blanchflower, full winner. Uh, Apparently, turned around and says, No, it's not. And turned around and walked away. Chinned him. <laughs> That's a scrap that week's programme. Ouch. Uh, the 8th of May, George Blake is sentenced to 42 years imprisonment for spying. Uh, having been found guilty of being a double agent and in Ooh, the pay yes. of the Soviet Union. Literally a double agent. Wow. Uh, the 4th of July, Barclays opened their number one computer centre in Drummond Street, London, with an EBI mainframe computer, sorry, an EMI mainframe computer, Britain's first bank with an in-house computing centre. 1961, that computer would have been the size of the building. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. 21st of July, the Runcorn Witness Bridge, later known as the Silver Jubilee Bridge, over the River Maisie was opened by Princess Alexandria. Who the fuck's Princess Alexandria? Um, I don't know. Who is she? I don't know. You got a 
bridge. She's got to pay now, haven't you, to go across the frigging mere Duncombe Bridge? Well, it's still shut, but yeah, you will, yeah. When it opens. The new ones, that, yeah, the new ones, yeah. boss mate. 31st of August, premiere of the film Victim. Notable for the first movie in English to use the word homosexual. Mm. This is a year of the first, isn't it? So it's Se- called Victim. Yeah. Three stars, isn't it? Doesn't go into detail. Okay. Um, September, the first mother care shop opens as Mother and Child Centre in Kingston upon Thames. Extortionate places. Um, <laughs> um, let's have a look. Oh, um, 16th of September, three people die, 35 are injured as a stand collapses during a Glasgow Rangers match at Ibrox. Hmm. Uh, 9th of October, Skelmersdale, a small Lancashire town, 15 miles um, 15 miles northeast of Liverpool, is designated as a new town, and its population will expand over the coming years, bolstered by large council housing developments to rehouse families from the inner city slums on Merseyside. And forevermore, Skelmersdale will be known as Plazzy Scousers. <laughs> Woolly backs. Plazzies. Plazzies. Oh, I remember um, doing photography in school about new towns. Like Milton Keynes and all them. Now, anyway. I think 61 is the year that um, President What's-His-Face, JFK, gets inaugurated. But I only looked at UK history because we're a UK podcast. Uh, the 4th of December... Birth control pills become available on the NHS after their availability was backed by Health Minister Enoch Powell. So that is a sexual revolution of the 60s starting. Yeah. Because the women are in charge of their own bodies and their own destiny at that point. Yeah. I remember there was a programme on a couple last week and they were talking about the revolution of the you know, women's liberation and, and um, pill. Bill was only available in '61 to uh, married women. Uh, so it was only it was only for um, if they had an accident with their husband, and I think uh, it was only until '64 where single women could actually get them prescribed. See, and that is the sexual revolution. Oh my yeah. God! I, let's all take our bras and <laughs> burn them in that. Yeah, '61. Nice. We're allowed to get it, but only married women were allowed to use it. So ah. we're officially allowed to have it. So what's next? That's the news, basically. It's the news. Do you want me to do the telly and the movies, and then you can do music? Go ahead, Dan. All right. I'll fly through these, because 60s telly is pretty poo, isn't it? It's got to be a circus in there somewhere. Oh, you know. You know it. Okay, BBC One. Um, nine o'clock, a Christmas service. Um, this Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? I've just done Christmas Day. Okay. I'd look at Christmas Eve and there was a there was like only one thing on it worth talking about. So I'll just bank. Jimmy Please Savile's it. first Christmas. Uh, oh, I don't think there's a non-Christmas. Um, so Christmas service from Sutton Coalfield, 9.29, headline news. And then 9.30, so it was only a minute of headline news. A programme of Christmas carols, hymns and music presented by the boys of Eaton's Hospital School in Manchester. Manchester. Good telly, that. <clears throat> oh, come all ye faithful, morning service from St. Werberg's Parish Church in Derby. Let's go and handle different places. <laughs> Half eleven. <clears throat> Max Bygraves. Oh. To meet kids in hospital this Christmas. Who? Oh. Max Bygraves this year. Is he everywhere? As well. I, I, I mean, when I did a little bit of not research, but when his name popped up on Google, I forgot he had family fortunes. Yeah. 
forgot all about him doing that. Everyone used to be able to do a Max Bygraves impression. But I can't remember how to do Max Bygraves anymore. <laughs> He, he, he shouldn't like that. That's Tommy, Tommy, Tom O'Connor. No. Tommy, Tom O'Connor and Alan Carr. No, Tommy, <laughs> um, not Tom O'Connor, the other fella. Tommy Cooper, Tommy Cooper yeah. <laughs> uh, but everyone could do a Max Bygraves impression. Except that. <laughs> anyway, he, he was in hospital meeting the kids. Um, oh, now this. I've sent you some. I sent you some links this morning and last night. What you get to put on the? Um... Yep, they're all in, ready to go. What's it called? Don't know. Right, Citizen Kane. Uh, sorry, sorry, Citizen James. Never heard of it. It's a comedy series starring Sid James, Liz Fraser, and Sidney Taffler. It ran from sixty to sixty-three. Uh, there was 32 episodes, only 10 still exist. No way. Lost, lost 22 to disappeared and you can't find it. Um, ran from 1959. Uh, and this, this episode was the very last episode. Um, so this was episode 28. And one I've put on the show notes. Never had the Christmas one, but this is the one from the week before. Yeah. Oh, boss. I watched about five minutes of it, and I'm going to watch it today. Looks really good. Three ten episodes of it, but it looks really funny. Looked a bit like um, the likely lads. You know, it was a, a Luke and his mate living in a, a flat together, living in a, like a bed together. Yeah. But like, I like Sid James. Uh, one twenty-five, tender foot. That's all it said. So I tried to research. I couldn't find anything. I eventually realised that it was called. Uh, where is it called? It was called Sugar Foot. Oh In- yeah, yeah, I seen that one. Yeah. So Sugar Foot, uh, American Western TV series, uh, sixty-nine episodes from nineteen fifty-seven to sixty-one. Um, about a coward sheriff. And this, this hopper's in it as well. Uh, I watched a bit of that. I was quite interested as well. I might have a little look at that. Maybe, maybe no. Yeah. <laughs> Another Christmas music from Messiah by Handel, recorded at Clan Cathedral, Cardiff. Ooh. More Christmas carols. Three o'clock, Queenie. Her Majesty recorded the Christmas message to the Commonwealth. Ah, here we go. Be smart, circus. Seven minutes past three till five past four. Be smart, circus. And five past four, the world of Walt Disney. Obviously, a load of Disney stuff. And then at five fifteen, we had a film, Just Williams Luck, nineteen forty-seven. Um, full movie on the show notes. This comedy based on the famous Just William series of books. Hmm. I don't think I've ever read a Just William book. Christmas at Canterbury. The Archbishop of Canterbury, Dr. Michael Ramsey, gives a Christmas address. There's a lot of churching on this year, isn't there? A lot of churchy stuff. 7.25, This Is Your Life. Uh, rather than the usual the usual celebrity oh, surprise, Isabella, Wad- Isabella Woodford, a former w- uh, World War One nurse who later became matron of a military hospital in London. Wow, a World War One nurse—that's bonkers. And for this, uh, when the guests came in, they all sat around a table one one at a time. When they came in, they all gave her a present. And at the end of the show, we're all served Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the are you being served Christmas special scene. <laughs> uh, and the late film, late film, 9pm, is Alfred Hitchcock's Rebecca. Oh. Romance mystery, uh, two and a half, ten minutes long. Two and a half, two hours, ten minutes long. Uh, stars Jane Fontaine, and Laurence Olivier, uh, a naive woman 
marries a widower and settles into his mansion, horror strikes when she discovers he killed the ex-wife. And they've just actually made a remake of it, 2020, starring Lily James. Don't know who she is. Um, you recognise her. She was the girl, remember yesterday, film yesterday, but it was the guy who lost the memory and he said he, he invented all the Beatles songs. He wrote all the Beatles songs. He was the, he was the girl in that. News. Television Dancing Club. Ran from 1948. Um, the host was Victor Sylvester, with a mixture of dance lessons, competitions, and show dances. Viewers used to vote for their favourite couple by sending in a postcard. Yeah, a postcard to vote. <laughs> postcard to vote. Even um, right up until the 90s, though, wasn't it? That was still going on. Right, so it took them a week to send this card and. Had to count all the postcards. Oh, um, it was massive. It ran ran from forty eight. Uh, massively successful. So in 1950, a new show called Come Dancing started, and the two of them ran uh, in alternate weeks on the same channel until 1964, when the Television Dancing Club finished and Come Dancing carried on to date. It's still got is that what's going now? That's what we still watch uh, on a Saturday night, isn't it? Strictly, um, well, it's not, yeah, source of celebrities now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh, and then 12 o'clock the weather, and then closed down. BBC, uh, sorry, ITV had high mass uh, 11.15, closed at 12.30, closed down at 12.30 till one o'clock. Um, Cyril Stapleton show Cyril Stapleton and his orchestra 3 o'clock the Queen and then 7 minutes past 3 Dipperfield's all-star Christmas circus so two circuses for one Christmas BBC circus, ITV circus and 5 o'clock news uh, what do we have Weather, 7 o'clock, all our yesterdays. Around from 1960 to 1989, a Granada production giving historical accounts of the 1930s lead up to the Second World War. It led on to later, later M television programme series, World at War. Oh. the start of it. Coronation Street, half seven on Christmas Day. That is in the show notes. Um, it started, first episode was December 6, 1960, so it's a year old. This was the 108th episode, so obviously it's about one a week. Um, and to date, it's had 10,235 episodes, still going strong. And it's shit now. But that episode is in the show notes. It's in the show notes. Yeah. Um, Eight o'clock, Anza, 1959 and yeah, this actual episode is in the show notes. Yes, it the is. episode was on in the day. Uh, I passed nine, Merry Max with Max Bygraves. Oh, we love Max a bit Bygraves of Max. Bygraves on both channels as well. It's everywhere. The movie, ITV movie late night is The Pickwick Papers. It's on a Charles Dickens novel from 1837. And that's to past 11 news and then close. That's your telly. So the movies. Yeah, do the movies, the movies man. Out the way, finish on the music. Um, so 1961, significant movies released this year. January, The Misfits. 
Park Gable, Montgomery, Montgomery Clift, and Marilyn Monroe. A Western written by Arthur Miller. Arthur Miller. Who, of course, was married to Monroe between 56 and 61. Of course he was. <laughs> and he got divorced shortly before this movie premiered. <laughs> and she died, of like, what was it, 19 months after this. After this movie, she died 19 months later of a drug overdose, do you reckon? But nothing's ever been proven, clarified. Um, anybody also saw the 17th animated movie from Disney? 101 Dalmatians. Um, I'll skip that, that's not important. Hustler, Paul Newman, plays Eddie Felson. An up-and-coming pool player hustles his way into a high-stakes match against long-time champion. Um, and in 1986, there was a follow-on, Color of Money, released, where Paul Newman plays an aging Gaddy Felson, managing the new up-and-coming star, Tom Cruise. No way. You ever see that film? No. Oh, yeah. Good film, man. Uh, two, class- two classics released in October. Breakfast at Tiffany's, we already had 10. Never seen uh, it. And A Taste of Honey. Never seen it. Oh, I thought everyone would have seen that, or at least read the book. It was always in every English lesson, wasn't it? You must was have read it? it in high school. Was it? It's like... the funny. No. Like of mice and men and all that sort of thing. It's something that was always in the English literary. literary. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love uh, that. We're doing a new podcast, aren't we? Book Club. Where we're reading a book every six or eight weeks. And the first one is Mice and Men. It's a book was you it? can re- read in a day, but it took me about five yeah. weeks up to now. <laughs> Steinbeck, is it? John, John Steinbeck, is it? Yeah, Belter. Belter! That one, A Taste of Honey. Loads of people want to read that. A Taste of Honey. It was, um, I think it was popular with the English teachers because it had loads of topics. It dealt with um, alcoholism, pregnancy, teenage, teenage pregnancy, homophobia. It had all different oh. topics. Okay. Um, Elvis had his eighth film feature movie. Oh, well, what were you thinking? Hawaii, and is ranked out of his 31 films as the sixth best, apparently. Songs from the movie were Can't Help Falling in Love and obviously Blue Hawaii. I, funny, listen, I literally want to listen to Elvis now. A funny little story. Uh, Angela Lansbury plays his mum. She was actually only 10 years older than him. No way. I bet you he fucking banged her. Or Angela. She's still going, isn't she? Yeah. And the movies that were actually out movies that were actually out Christmas in the Christmas uh, December was Judgment at Nuremberg. Oh. A mammoth three hours and eight minute war drama featuring Spacer Tracy, Judy Garland, and Montgomery Clift, William Shatner, Marlene Dietrich, and Bert Lancaster. I bet you that's a fucking heavy film to watch. Some stars in there. The Phantom Planet. Oh, sounds boss. This astronauts land on an asteroid and shrink to the size of its dwellers, who are under attack. Stars Richard Keel. Who Richard Keel is? Uh, I'll pretend. Um, It's most famous for a role in Blue Seven, James Bond films. All right, okay. No, no, no. Oh, oh my God! Do you know the fil- the 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 um, app? The uh, what's it called? Classics. The Apple TV app. Yeah. Yeah. The Phantom Planet is on there. Wee. I'm gonna I'm watch that. I'm gonna watch it. Um, another one is Peeps in Toyland. First live action musical by Disney. Tom the Piper's son is about to marry Mary quite contrary. On the eve of the wedding, evil miser Barnaby hires two henchmen to drown Tom and steal Mary's sheep. Oh. That was in the cinemas. Another one I want to watch. Mysterious Island. 
sci-fi adventure Disney. Oh, Disney. Sci-fi's adventure during the Civil War. A couple of soldiers escape prison and due to a storm are forced to land on a strange island that is full of tropical jungles, volcanoes, and giant crabs. Giant crabs. It's in the show. It's in the show. I see in the opening scenes two men fighting with giant crabs. I was like, <laughs> I'm in. I'm having it. Uh, finally, one of my favourite all-time movies. Love this film. Love the mm. soundtrack. Um, don't get it. I don't think I've ever told you. Oh. Whenever it's on, I'm there. West Side Story. Never seen it, never will. Oh, you're the knob. What's it about? If it's about New York, I'll watch you. It, it sort of is. Oh. It's based on Romeo and Juliet. Oh. But instead of the forbidden love between Montagues and the Capulets, it's between the Jets and the Sharks. New York gangs in a turf war, and it won 10 Oscars. So, get it watched. I might have a look at that. That's one of them York. films. That's one of them films where you're going to go, Why have I never seen this before? Never seen it. I know that's what I'm saying, but when you watch so it, so many say, films I've never seen. It's no. on my list. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. I'm going to watch so that's it. That's it. That was the two of the films that were in the cinema on Christmas 1961. Some bangers there, mate. Some bangers. So here is the. Um, I'll, I think I'll do the albums first. Actually. Right. Okay. <sighs> so we have got. At number 10 in the hit parade for the albums, we have got The Young Ones by Cliff Richard. And then um, at number nine in the charts, we have got Ring-a-Ding-Ding by Frank Sinatra, which I wouldn't mind listening to that if the truth be told, because I love a bit of Frank Sinatra. Then, at number eight, we've got Christmas Carols, the Temple Church Choir. Again, I would listen to that because I love me some Christmas carols. At number seven in the charts, we have got The Sound of Music. Yes, The Sound of Music. Um... So that is in the chat. I'm just trying to do, I'm just trying to text while I'm doing this. Uh, let me just text our Grace. Piano. Oh, oh yeah. just have to go for a quick wee then. I've just it's been. Frank Sinatra. Oh, yeah. I've got, I've what got our Eve. It? I've got our Eve moaning that she needs the MacBook charger. Yeah, I've got a reminder for Grace's piano. Um, Oh, just all going off. So, Ring a Ding Ding, Frank Sinatra. Never heard of that album. Christmas, it must have been a Christmas one, yeah. I don't know, but it, it's I love a bit of Frank. So, uh, then there was a Christmas Carol album. Uh, the Young Ones was number 10. Uh, we're up to number seven, which was The Sound of Music. Okay. Uh, and that is the uh, original London cast. So, not the movie. Then Oliver. Oliver! Oh, yeah. The original London cast again. Okay. Then, number five in the chart, South Pacific. Uh, yeah, we know about South Pacific, don't we? We've spoken yeah, about it many times. 191 weeks on the charts. Uh, yeah. Number four, it's Blue Hawaii by Elvis. Yeah. So there he is, up there. Then, number three, Take Good Care of My Baby by Bobby V. Take good care of my baby. I love the way you know these fucking songs. Bobby V. But I want to listen to that album. Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I've gone the wrong way. Blue Hawaii um, was number four. Number three... 
I went to the, the singles chart then by accident. <laughs> I swiped the wrong way. Number three, the Roaring Twenties songs from the TV series. So there must have been a TV series about the 1920s. Okay. Going up, doing the doing the rounds. Now, this is where it gets a little bit fucking, oh, Jesus. Um, number two in the charts, the Black and White Minstrel Show. George okay. Mitchell Minstrels. We know it's fucking grim, but yeah. it's part it's of strong. history. I know, I mean, we have said it before. We're sort of like divided in our opinions on this. I'm I'm of the opinion, yeah, it's wrong. You can't sort of bank it from history. It was there. At no, the time. I, I agree with you. We've got to acknowledge that it's fucking grim. And hopefully we can learn from our past. So Yeah. You, I mean, if you did that with everything, you'd never be able to talk about Buddy Hitler or anything like that, would you? Cause... Well, the, the book I'm reading, Mice and Men, the uh, the N word is in it several times. Yeah, and when you read yeah, it, yeah. you're like, ooh, it's just fucking oof. Yeah. But then number one in the album Hit Parade for 1961 was <sighs> another black and white minstrel show, George Mitchell and the Minstrels. So is that what it's called? Another minstrel. Another black and white minstrel show, yeah. So it was oh. their follow-on album, basically. I mean, so, it was massively popular. It was still wrong. I remember. I remember one of the years it won the best TV show in the Montreal Film Festival, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, and the and entire it was still, world. They were still going into the seventies. Yeah, I mean a lot on... of a lot of the a lot of mainstream household names started on it. Um, what's his name? Crowder, Leslie Crowder, and um, Max Bygraves was on it. Look, uh, some of our favourite TV shows of this century have had black and white minstrels, almost, yeah. but, well, black and up. Um, the League of Gentlemen, hello, Dave, that character. They've yeah. had to apologise for that. Little Britain, you know, it, it's so it's still going on now. Um, yeah. But anyway, I've, I've put a link in the show notes to a podcast, if anyone is interested, and it's about... Black History. It's done by the New York Times. It's called 1619. It's only eight episodes, I think, but there's an episode in that all about the origins of the Black and White Minstrel Show. So, educate yourselves, people. Right. On to the singles. Number 10. His latest flame and slash Little Sisters... Elvis Presley, double A side. Number nine, walking back to happiness again. Helen Shapiro, is that how it goes? No. <laughs> Close <laughs> um, Number eight, Big Bad John. Jamie Big D. Bad John. Is that it? Big Bad John. That's no, not it. No. It is. Is it? Oh yeah. my God. This, listen to this one. This is Petula Clark. I've got a song for you, Petula. I really want you to sing it. It's called My Friend the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> My friend the sea. I like to paddle. And if I go in dead deep, I do a wee. <laughs> um, oh, this is a Mr. Achabilk. <laughs> Stranger Achabilk, on the yeah. Shore. Yeah, it's a famous song, that. Yeah, so my friend the sea and then stranger on the shore. <laughs> uh, I've never heard that song. Bill was a um, clarinet. Is a clarinet? Clarinetist. Oh, so was this an instrumental? Yeah, I can Midnight in Moscow by Kenny Ball and his jazz men. No. No. Johnny Will by Papoon. Yeah, I've heard of that song. No. Um, Take Good Care of My Baby, Bobby V. There we oh. go. Let's go on, sing it again. Take good care of my baby. Now, <laughs> if you go on the um, the history of the Christmas number one on the that officialcharts.com, 
this song is listed as Christmas number one for 61, right? But I've gone to the specific week of the year um, and it's not, basically. And this has come up a couple of times, hasn't it? So Moon River by Danny Williams okay. was number two in the charts and it was number two in the charts the week before, right? So it couldn't have been Christmas number one. No. Because the week it was a Christmas day on the Monday, so the week after is well after Christmas if it did get to number one then. So, Tower of Strength by Frankie Vaughan. We all like a bit of Frankie Vaughan. <laughs> Not longer a bit of Frankie Vaughan. <laughs> so, Tower of Strength was Christmas number one for 1961. It's in the Apple Music playlist in the Spotify playlist and it's on the YouTube playlist. All these yeah. links for whatever floats your boat is in the show notes for this episode. Yeah. I think I've, we've come across it a few times, haven't we? We've had contradicting um we've had different yeah. um, songs in different years, but I think whoever's running the, the websites, if he doesn't like the song, it just changes it. <laughs> it just changes nah, history. Nah, 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 number one. Fuck that! I'm not having that. It wasn't as uh, wasn't as good a music in that year as I thought. What does the seeds there of like? There's people there who the Beatles end up on buses with touring. You know when the Beatles get famous, like Petula yeah. Clark and all that type of stuff. Um, so it is. You know, all these would have been touring and go because concerts back then, it was like a Beatles show, even at the height of the Beatles, was only half an hour long. It would be a night and it'd be like 20. It'd be all fucking, they'd have an American, wouldn't he? And they'd have the Beatles and, and Petula Clark and somebody else and somebody else, and they'd all be on the bus together. So this is the this yeah. is the start of it all kicking off. I want to listen to some of them songs. I'll be honest with you. I might I might sit here now with Siri and have a little dabble. Well, I've never heard that one. That was number one. It's a it's a it's a roaring um, song. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you done any um, boy homework? I haven't. I I didn't have time to be honest. Well, I seen you one. shared some fi- some pictures. I've um, done a little bit. Go ahead, then, kid. Um, nineteen sixty-one. Obviously, Fisher Price were going in the fifties, but in sixty-one, um, they started a new line called a Family, which proved very popular. They later changed the name to the Little People. And to date, they've sold over two billion figures in sixty countries. Yeah, and little people were inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame in two thousand and sixteen. The little people, all our kids have had little people. I would imagine. Yeah, same, same here. Yeah. Uh, another iconic Fisher Price toy of sixty one was the Chatter Telephone. It was actually out before, it was released before, but this is down on the website as being a popular toy in sixty one. Yeah, remember it. Yeah, yeah. Along his eyes wiggle goes exactly. up. And again, I had one of them, or my brother had one of them when we were little in the seventies. Yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah, so it was one of them toys that was out every year. Same as the dog. Remember the little dog used to pull along the wooden dog. Yeah, it used to clack when the wheels came around. It clack as yeah. well. And his and tail was a spring. His tail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, nineteen sixty-one. Mattel decided that Barbie needed a boyfriend. And Ken was born. Hey. He um, he was named after the creator's son, just like Barbie was named after her daughter. So yeah. she had a son and daughter called Barbara and Kenneth. But they were the, they were named after the dolls. Again, these weren't released in '61, but they were popular according to the websites. Fuzzy felt. Remember it? The yeah. Picture on, just in case you never knew about it. Like a board with felt, and then it all came with different shapes. I remember having the farm one, the farmyard one. It was all animals and tractors and a farmer. It was space ones and fairground ones and all sorts, wasn't it? The um, the mood, the planets. Yeah, 
so, sea life, yeah. creatures. I, don't, I remember having the farm one, definitely. I don't know whether I had any others, but the farm one definitely I had. Um, another popular toy I had, I can't remember, I didn't write it down. Actually. I put the picture on the show notes. I don't know whether you put it on. Tapping, tapping, oh, what is it called? Little wooden blocks with nails. And it came with a little wooden, like, bork board. And you knocked the shapes with a, you got a little hammer and loads of little nails and loads of little coloured wooden, wooden shapes. And you, you made pictures by knocking the nails in. Ah, right, okay. Can't remember what it's called now. Put a, put a picture on the show notes. Um, by far, the biggest selling toy of this year was Yo-Yo. Fucking hell, kids. No. The Yo-Yo. Uh, I tried to do a bit of research why why had a resurgence in this particular year because it's been going for monkeys years, hasn't it? Yeah. Rumour is it used to be a, a weapon, wouldn't it? It used to be used as a weapon. Oh, okay. By the Philippine, Philippine uh, hunters used to animals with it. I aim for the legs. I remember there was, it must have been in the 80s, there was a resurgence and everybody had yo-yos in school for a, a yeah. few weeks. I, I can't put my finger and say, oh, it was 84 or it was, I think it was in the seniors. So it would have been 85 onwards. Well, these sorts of things always have a comeback, don't they? They come back a few times for a, whatever reason, whether it's been you know, on a film or what. Well, might have been a, a year's best movie or something. Um, yeah, the toys, 1961. So, Spin the wheel. Yeah, I'll spin the wheel. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. Ooh, that's interesting. That's the year of my birth, 1971. Oh, you'll remember oh, everything in it then. 71. It's right, kid. Year of my birth. Love it. Oh, that'll be interesting. <laughs> that'll be fair. Yeah. Um, have you got a joke? I've got a joke. A Christmas cracker joke. Have you got a joke? I've got a joke. Shall I go first? Go ahead, then. <sighs> How many letters are in the Christmas alphabet? Uh, 26. No. 25. Because there's no L. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's actually quite good, that one. That? I'm having that. I like that one. <laughs> Who dresses in red and gives the children and gives the children this Christmas? Who dresses in red? Hmm, I don't know. Marcus Rashford. <laughs> Topical. Topical. Keep the change, you filthy animal.
This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.